1: Welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today we begin a new week in our Give Up Worry for Good program, week seven. This week is dedicated to surrendering, to surrendering control of our lives to the Lord. Yeah, it doesn't sound like fun, does it? It's gonna be gonna be a rough week for, for those of us who like to be in control. But you know what? It's an important week. And uh we're gonna start things off today, right after the prayer by looking at the words of Jesus on the night before he died, when he was surrendering his will to the will of the Father. You know, that gets a little hard for us to understand, Jesus being divine, the Father being divine. How can Jesus surrender the will, his will to the Father? Well, they're two separate people, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In fact, we've got three separate members, people, persons of the Trinity, and it is possible for Jesus, in particular, in his humanity, to surrender his will to the Father, and by doing so, he gives us a great example, and he and he really illustrates for us how we're supposed to live if, live our lives by surrendering, by saying to God, "God, your will be done, not my will." You, you know that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one for those of us who like to be in control. And I think we're. I don't think I'm telling you anything new. When I say those of us who have a tendency to be anxious, we like to be in control. It's really good. It's good to recognize that. Not everybody everybody recognizes, recognizes that. And sometimes it's okay in life to be in control of certain situations. That's not necessarily a bad thing. When it becomes bad is when we try to control the uncontrollable. That's when we get ourselves into trouble. And that's why this week dedicated to surrender, and not just surrender in general, but surrendering to God's will. That's why this week is so important. I think it's going to be a good week. I think it's going to be an important week in this Give Up Worry for Good program. And, uh, you know, as we bring this to a close, we've got two weeks left, and then we'll summarize. But it's critical that we understand God loves us. He's with us. He um, He is completely in control. He's all-powerful, but now it's time for us. Once we've, last week, we, we took our eyes off of our problems. We got all these problems. We recognized the presence of God with us. And now it's time to say, okay, God, or if you want to talk directly to Jesus, that's perfectly fine. Okay, Jesus, I surrender. I surrender control to you. I need help. You know, and, and this is how we, we overcome our worry I, and and as this week as as we go through this week, I'm going to share some what I would say are some pretty personal insights. I mean, I try to try to be as honest with you as possible and as transparent as I can to let you know that that I struggle with this and I have struggled with this greatly. But I am now learning the importance, the necessity to give up control. That's where we're going to find the peace because when we try to do the impossible, this is what happens when we try to control the things that are out of control when we try to out of our control when we try to do god's job right which is what happens when we try to control things beyond our control that's when the anxiety sets in and the, the reason we're anxious is because we can't fix it i need to get control over this i need to i need to fix it you know and when i can't that's when i i get into uh, trouble so that's what the week is dedicated to i hope you had a fantastic weekend i hope you uh Hope wherever you are, you're doing well. I know there's a lot of heat waves going on around the country, around the United States. Whether you're listening in the U.S. or not, you may be uh, subject to hot weather. But I hope you can, I hope you're able to uh, get get away from the elements, and I hope you're in um, you're comfortable where you're at. All right, so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. You know, I'm funny like that. I I can drink hot coffee any time of the year. I know so. I for some reason iced coffee just doesn't do it for me, but um I'm one of those guys that could just drink hot coffee any time of the year. But that's not why you tuned into this show, is it? You're ready to pray and get started. So let's do that. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. our oh, father, sometimes I go off topic here, but I just love doing this show. Father, I wanna before I start, I wanna thank you for letting me be able to do this program. It means a lot to me. Anybody listening means a lot to me, Father. I want to thank you for everyone who has read Give Up Worry for Good or who, are, or who is in the process of working through this book with me. I want to give you thanks for each of them. And I want to ask you, Father, to continue to allow me to reach more and more people so that I can bring your peace, or more, more accurately, so that I can lead them to you and you can give them the peace that you want them to have. Father, first of all, thank you for all that you've done for us throughout our entire lives. From the moment we were first conceived right up until the present time, you have provided for all of our needs, and the fact that we're still alive proves that to be true. Father, we pray that you will continue to give us what we need, both spiritually, materially, I, I hesitate to ask for this, and I know somebody's not going to be happy, Father, when I ask this, but please send us the crosses that we need, too. Just just go easy on us. You know. you know what we can handle, but send us whatever we need so that we can grow closer to you and that we can end up living with you forever in heaven. We know, Father, that when we accept the crosses you send, even if they involve suffering, we're going to experience peace. Acceptance of your will is how we experience peace. So we pray that you grant us the grace to deal with whatever it is that you do decide to send our way. Please draw us closer to you. Father, we pray for our family, for our friends, for all who have asked for our prayers. I offer up prayers now, Father, for everyone who is going through this Give Up Worry for Good program right now, whether it's when we're doing it live in summer of 2021 or through the archived podcasts, I pray, Father, for peace in the world. I pray for a greater awareness of your presence and willingness to embrace your commandments. I pray, Father, for a special outpouring of your Holy Spirit for me today so that I can deliver the message that you have in mind for us. And I pray that all of us can have our minds and hearts opened so that we would be willing to hear what you have to say and to put it into practice. Father, I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thanks for praying with me. I know, I, I hope I didn't freak you out when I was starting to ask for crosses, because, because I know it's one of the things, you know, since I'm leading the prayers, I um, I can pretty much say what I want, and I, I don't mean to freak you out, but listen. The Lord is only going to send us what can help us. You know, and I've said many times on the show before, This is what our our church teaches. He doesn't will evil. He doesn't will somebody to do something evil to you or to someone you love, but he allows it to happen. He allows evil to happen. One of the big reasons is because of the, um, the, the fact that he doesn't want to take our free will away. And because we have free will, we can do good, but we can also do evil. And that's one of the consequences of free will. But God can always and will always bring good out of the greatest evil, if we submit ourselves to Him, if we surrender to Him, and if we continue to trust Him, that's how He brings good out of evil. And if you have any doubt, and I'm not kidding about this, think about the crucifixion. It doesn't get any worse than that. And yet that horrible act resulted in the gates of heaven being opened and our salvation, or our redemption, more accurately. Um, we were redeemed because of that horrible act on Calvary 2,000 plus years ago. So he can bring good out of evil. We just got to give him a chance. Um, week seven, day one of Give Up Worry for Good. This week is devoted to surrender. I'll get to the Bible verse that we're going to be using as the, 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 the uh, point of departure for our week-long um, series of reflections. I'll get to that in a few minutes, but I just want to... Pass along some information. So, if you want to find out more about my work, followingthetruth.com is my website. You can find all of my books there, as well as you could sign up for my daily email reflection, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. And you can find out about, well, obviously you're listening to this podcast, so you don't need to know about this podcast, but you can find out how to download my weekly podcast, The Gary Zimak Show. That's all available at followingthetruth.com. Plus, and most importantly, you can find out how to bring me to your church or to your conference so that I could speak. Um, I still have a few open. You know, it's funny. I have I, I booked a lot of talks and parish missions for Lent of twenty twenty two. Some of them, for one reason or another, uh, fell through. One in particular. So I I do have some openings now, and one that was just about booked. Uh, I haven't heard anything, so I'm assuming it's open there are just a few openings left for give up worry for lent for 2022 if you'd like to bring me in to speak we can do a three-day parish mission we could do a two-day parish mission we could do a retreat we could do a one-night talk whatever works for you please contact me through followingthetruth.com and we can discuss the specifics All right, i would love to bring this message to as many people as possible now that the world is opening up again I'm able to travel once more. I've, I've traveled to Wisconsin a few months ago, and now I'm, I'm anxious to start again. Later on this year, I'm going to be heading up to Connecticut for the Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference. That's in September. And then uh, after that, I'm going to be going down to Pensacola, Florida. I'm going to spend a week down there at a Catholic women's convention. And uh, I'm trying to think what else I got. I've got some other things in the Pennsylvania area coming up this year, but then Lent's really busy. But if you want to bring me in to speak, now's the time to, to check it out. And, you know, just contact me through the website or email me directly at Gary at followingthetruth.com. And we can start the dialogue and we can talk. I can let you know the details about how we can make it happen. Okay. Followingthetruth.com. Um, one other thing in my daily email reflection today you saw, you might not have been aware of this, but I have a new book coming out in September. I think it's September 25th or thereabouts, 27th, something like that. Late September, from the Word Among Us Press. The book is called Journey with God. And this is my attempt to define how, how is it that we can journey with God in life to bring us the peace and happiness we're looking for. You know, I, I wanted to get specific about some ideas about how, how do I walk with the lord how do i know love and serve god in this life so that book's going to be coming out it is pre-orderable right now through amazon.com but if you go to if you it's it's in the D, the email reflection today so if you've signed up and i'm assuming you did since you're going through give up worry for good you can now pre-order my upcoming book a journey with god so that's what i wanted to cover okay so let's see Week 7, Surrender. The verse that I'm, I I based this this week on is from Our Lord's Agony in the Garden. I, I use Mark's version, Mark chapter 14, verse 36. And the specific text that I used, the translation that I used, was from, from the New American Bible Revised Edition. It's a Catholic Bible. It's the one that is used by the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And it's used at, at daily Mass as well. And I used it because of the particular wording. You know, every every biblical transla- translation, the original gospel, Mark's gospel and all the gospels, in fact, all of the New Testament, was written in Greek. So these these different translations, different editions of the Bible, they're an attempt to translate the original Greek. There are literal translations, there are... Some translations that are not so literal, they, you know, they all serve their own purposes, but I decided to use this version because of the, the, the exact wording. I really like the, re- the way it word it read, I like the way it read and these words of Jesus. As, he, as he's prepared to die, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Take this cup away from me, but not what I will. But you will. And, and the reason this is so powerful, a few things, the reason this is so powerful. Number one, Jesus uses that intimate term, Abba. And, and he, we, we get an insight here as to his, intimates, his intimacy with the Father, how close he was to the Father. It's almost like we're, we're eavesdropping. We're hearing something maybe we shouldn't hear. You know, it's that intimate. It's that private. It's that personal. Abba, Father. And, and, you know, you and me, as members, as baptized members of the church, the mystical body of Christ, we are in Jesus. So, really, this is an example of the relationship with the Father that we, in Christ, are called to have. So, as members of the church, you and I, we can pray this way. Abba, Dad, Father. You know, this is Almighty God we're talking about, the creator of the entire universe, but we're getting to call him Abba, Father. And then Jesus makes a great point, and this is a point that we recognize. We focused on this a few weeks ago. All things are possible to you. The Father knows that. You know, when we pray, and when, I, when you hear me pray sometimes, or I know in my personal prayer, I pray this way, Father, you can do all things. You are all-powerful. He does not need to know that. Now, you can certainly praise him for that. Wow, Father, I, I praise you for your power. You are so powerful. It's amazing how powerful you are. That's an example of praise. Praising the Father for who He is. He's almighty. He's almighty God. He can do all things. Very, very good to praise Him that way. But it also has another powerful effect. It reminds me, when I pray this way, that God is all-powerful. Every day, as I deal with the problems in life, as I'm blindsided and overwhelmed with my problems and worn and beaten down, right? Every day I forget that he's all-powerful because my problems look more powerful than God. And We need that reminder. So Jesus is giving us a great reminder of how to pray. Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. And then look boldly, he comes out and says, take this cup away from me. That's why if you are suffering, if you have any suffering in your life, you should never hesitate to ask the Lord to remove it. Take this sickness away. Take this anxiety away from me. Take this loneliness away from me. Take this cross away from me, Father. So it's perfectly okay to pray like that. I've heard people say, I never pray for myself. I don't want to complain about my sickness. No, no. This is how your faith grows. Because sometimes the Lord takes away your physical ailments. He comes in a big way, in a miraculous way, and physically heals you. Not always, but sometimes. So you don't want to deprive him of the opportunity to, to perform a miracle. And this is why it's mysterious. Why does he allow us to pray for what we need? Why does he allow us to cooperate with his divine providence he wants to take care of us but he allows us he allows us to participate in the process why it's a mystery it's a mystery but he allows us to do it you know so go ahead and ask ask for him for him to take it away but and here's the but but Jesus says, not what I will, but what you will. Now, here's what's really amazing about that. This um, this is a disturbing, to say the least, verse. And, and if it doesn't disturb you, I, I, I really suggest, suggest you think about it a little more, because it, it's incredibly, there's something unsettling about the way Jesus is praying here. Because what he is saying is he knows what he has to do. He knows what he has to do. It's no secret because he talked about his upcoming death. He knows that he is about to die for the sins of mankind to redeem us. He knows it. But yet he still goes to the Father. And he says, Father, if it is your will, take this away. But not my will but your will be done. What Jesus is saying and admitting here is that his will at that moment in time is different than the Father's will. And what what we, what we the church teaches, the speculation, the theory here is that Jesus had taken on all of our sins at that point because he's, he's going to die for them, die for our sins on the cross. And he is overwhelmingly burdened in his humanity here. He is burdened with these sins, my sins, your sins, the sins that have been committed prior to this point in time and all of the sins that would ever be committed in the future. The people who put him to death, the people who have ignored him, the people who have persecuted Christians, all of these sins, he took them on himself. And at this moment in time, his human will has this aversion to death and suffering the same way we feel. You know, I don't like to suffer. We think we have a strong faith, and then somebody comes, you know, somebody challenges, our, our life is threatened in some way, and then, I mean, things happen. So so it, it's a very critical point. It's a great example for us. And by him allowing us to see this, this, this divergence of, of opinions, this divergence of feelings here, of wills. His, fill, his, his will and the Father's will at this moment in time. There's some tension here. But yet Jesus, despite the way he felt, right? And this is the key. He was still able to say, but you know what? Not what I want, but Father, what you want. That is a great act of love. That is a great act of love and obedience for the Father. And that's what surrender is all about. Jesus is surrendering to the will of the Father. Please don't, don't gloss over this. This is an incredibly powerful event, verse, quote from Jesus, whatever you want to call it, and, and one that's really worth thinking about. Father, not your will, but my will be done. So so you and me, whatever whatever we're going through right now, and I would bet you're going through something. We're all going through something and some degree of suffering. And sometimes it's minor, sometimes it is major. Are you willing to pray that way? Abba, Father, you could take this away if you want. but And, and I'm asking you, Father, take it away. But not as I will, but your will be done. You can say that. And I'm going to encourage you to say that. You know, doesn't mean you're going to endure suffering. It doesn't mean he's always going to say, nope, good. Now that you're willing to suffer, I'm going to let you suffer. No, he's going to do what's best for you. But that's an incredible step if we can learn to pray that way. Father, here's what I want. I really want this job. I really want, and this is me speaking personally, my full-time ministry to continue, even though Speaking work is down. I don't have a lot of funding right now. I want it to continue, Father, but ultimately, I want what you want. Now, do I feel it always when I pray that way? Heck no. Heck no. That's okay. That's just saying to the Father or to Jesus, I love you so much that even though I want this, I have this desire, I want what you want even more. Again, that is not a feeling. That is an act of the will. And the more you pray like that, right? And you can pray like that. I can pray like that. Do I like it? No. No, I don't like praying like that. I like to get what I want. But the more you pray like that, the more peace you're going to have in life. And that's kind of what we're going to be looking at this week. That's kind of what we're going to be looking at. Surrender. Jesus, I surrender to you. Jesus, I surrender. I'm going to follow you, Lord. You let me know where we're going, you know? And in the book, uh, in the meditation for day one of week seven, the surrender, um, the week dedicated to surrender, I talk about that moment in time when I was uh, discerning, going, leaving full time ministry, and going to work at a, a parish, a local parish in uh, in the Pennsylvania area, in, in the Philadelphia suburbs. And I actually decided I, this was tough to do. I I put an entry from my personal journal in the book, and I mean that's. I'm really, I, I'm really revealing the way that I I, I was feeling at the time because I, I wanted you to see, I wanted you to see that I was conflicted here. I felt God was calling me to do something that I didn't want to do, but I I was surrendering to Him and I took the job at the parish and I was there for 15 months. And ultimately, I realized with a lot of discernment, a lot of circumstances, a lot of uh, advice from trusted advisors, I, I, w- I, I believe that I was I was called to go back into full time ministry, and I've been doing that ever since. But that moment of surrender, it was scary, but it did bring me a great deal of peace. So I, I hope you benefit from that that personal information in the book. Before we only have a few minutes left, I want to. Read these five truths to keep in your heart this week. Number one, following Jesus requires surrender, surrendering to the will of the Father. And it's kind of what I said at the beginning. Um, when I say surrendering to Jesus or surrendering to the Father, they're going to be the same thing because their will is going to be the same. Ultimately, the, Jesus wants to lead us to the Father. And when we surrender to him, he's going to lead us down the path he wants us to travel. In order to surrender con- to control of in order to surrender control of your life to God, you must be humble. You have to realize you're not the boss, you're not the boss of your life. We call Jesus Lord, that means He's the master. He means He's in charge. And day by day, when you deal with the circumstances that might be unpleasant, traffic, upset stomach, you know, the little ones or the big ones, chemotherapy, or something, loneliness, you can surrender that to the Father. You can surrender that. I choose to surrender that. Even when, number three, even when you can't control your circumstances, you can always choose to accept them as being God's will. And I would say more than accepting to embrace them, to embrace the, the sufferings that you're encountering. To embrace even that anxiety at the moment. At the moment, you're anxious. You're dealing with some something that's really stressing you out. Are you willing? Are you able to embrace that? To say, Lord, Your will be done. If You need to be take it away, but if You need me to be anxious at this moment in time, I embrace it. I carry my cross, and I'm going to ask You, Lord, to use it for good. To unite it, my suffering, with the suffering of Jesus, and to use it for good. So until your cross is taken away. Even when the Lord decides to do so, you can offer it up and it can bear good fruit because of you doing so. Uh, Number four, following God's will is the only way to experience lasting peace. Yep, that's it. And I have learned that. And we'll we'll talk more about it. It uh, almost seems counterintuitive, does not seem to make sense, but it really does work. And number five, when you pray for relief and your problem remains, the Lord is asking you to trust him. It doesn't always mean that God is saying no to you. When you ask for relief, doesn't always mean he's saying permanently no. sometimes he's just saying no. Wait, not yet, not yet. I'm not about to. I'm not taking your cross, your anxiety, your illness, your loneliness, whatever it is. Not taking it away just yet. But that doesn't mean no. It means trust me. Okay. Um, any questions? Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. I really want to thank you for hanging out with me. It's going to be a good week, really. Trust me on this one. Surrender is a good thing. When you're surrendering to God, that's the key. Uh, I'm praying for you, and I look forward, God willing, to being back with you here tomorrow on Following the Truth. God bless you. Have a great
0: night